Welcome back to Hot Topic, where we're Ooh. honest, open, and transparent. Yes. First off, I want to thank everyone who has been watching, I mean, who has been listening <laughs> um, to our podcast. Um, we appreciate the support. Yes. Um, I pray that we have been a blessing um, and that we were able to help you in a certain area in your life. Um this topic we're going to be talking about forgiveness and and all of the aspects of our lives and why is it hard to forgive mm-hmm. um why we can't forgive in certain areas what can we do to be able to forgive in those areas so we're going to dive in a little bit here and you know as my co-producer here we're going to ask her um why is forgiveness important for our lives? Forgiveness is very important to our lives simply because when you don't forgive, there is a bondage, there is a stronghold, there is a, um, a uh, there's just a hold on your life that whoever hurt you or put you in that predicament, they have so much power over you. And when you don't forgive that person, you can't release yourself and, and God can't release you from whatever it is that happened because there's such a, like a, it's like you're chained up, you know, you're bound to this person to, to whatever happened to you. And it's just, it is essential to forgive, to be able to be set free and have that freedom and live a free life in God. Right. Um. I feel like forgiveness is sometimes misinterpreted as we're owing that person something. Mm. But in reality, like forgiveness is for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Forgiveness is to be able to walk away from what that person did to you. Yeah. It's really not giving that person another chance to hurt you Mm. because we can always forgive, but we can't forget absolutely even as christians like there's always going to be a remembrance of what that person did but the whole point of forgiveness is even when i do remember what happened there is no grudge there is no resentment towards that person i don't wish any evil upon that person Mm -hmm. um so first key is forgiveness is for you not for the other person. That's a good point because that person can hurt you and live their life as if nothing happened and you're still stuck in, you know, whatever happened, but they're out there living their best life and you're bound to what to what happened. Exactly. That's a good one. So how does the heart and mind work together in forgiveness? That's the question I have for you. <laughs> you asked me the first question. Um... I feel like the heart and the mind work together in forgiveness because um, where our emotions are driven is through our mind. And that's the first thing that the enemy likes to attack is Mm. our mind. Yeah. So a lot of the times, you know, our heart aches, you know, because of things that happen and we feel broken and we feel like, you know, everything has gone downhill. But a lot of the times, the heart really does not, like, 
even in the Bible, like, it's honestly just something that pumps blood. It really does not cause any effect. What really is the major factor here is your mind. That is what runs your emotions. That is what runs what you feel as if it's your heart feeling that aspect. So I would say that the mind is what leads you to do um, what you want to do. So when it comes to forgiveness, like you have to be able to find yourself in a place where, one, you allow yourself to feel. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we like to like put our feelings in the back burner and we like to be like, man, that really didn't affect me. And then later on, like you held that in, you didn't express it. So like when somebody else comes, what you're really releasing out is what that other person did to you, not what that current person did to you. Because you have so much built up. So I would say allow your mind to feel and process what you just experienced, what hurt you, what, you know, devastated you, what was that that abuser that did something to you Mm. the trauma that you went through you know what your parents you know caused in you what your friend you know did to you like whatever the unforgiveness you have within you process it yeah that's like the first thing i would say and after that you prayer is what's gonna help you um break that bondage yes break that barrier where you feel like you have to hold on to it Mm. because if you're holding on to it you believe as a person this is how the enemy works because you're holding on to it you feel like you're attacking that person Mm. you're affecting that person by holding on to it and in reality you're affecting yourself and people don't realize that unforgiveness can cause sickness in your own body it can cause mental illness in your body. Mm. It can cause depression, anxiety, you know, because of this unforgiveness. It can cause so many things because once you're, you got stress, stress can cause a lot of things in your affliction, oh, yeah. in your body. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you don't feel at ease, when you feel like you're, you're having anxiety, your, your, your heart is always rushing and, you know, you're always, like, on edge. Like, you're afflicting your body. You're not affecting that person who hurt you. And a lot of times they're living their life happy and you're mad. You're (laughs) mad because they're like, they did this to me and they just walking out here like if nothing happened. Yeah, why? Because they're not caring what they did to you. You are, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's how I would answer that question. I mean, do I I have more? You went in depth. Right. I probably do have more, but I'm gonna let you speak on that. Um, I mean, I think you, you said what you know needed to be said. Um, the only thing I wanna add to that is how does your spirit respond to all of that when you are um I think you touched on it like the I'll speak on myself, like the biggest thing that for me when I was struggling with forgiveness my heart and my mind i thought it was my heart everything was coming out of my heart and in fact it was all in my mind and i learned that through counseling when i was going to my therapy sessions 
my therapist told me it's all in your head. It's all in your mind. That's, that's the battlefield that the enemy attacks. It's your mind and your mind and your heart are connected. And because of that, my spirit was so conflicted. My spirit was so thrown off because my mind was overpowering my spirit, my soul, my body, my everything. Like my mind was completely in control. And it's because I gave it that control. Why? Because I didn't want to forgive because I didn't want to let go. And so, um, I would encourage you to um, not only forgive, but make sure that you are staying, like she said, prayed up. It, I know it's a struggle to forgive because of you know the things that people did to you or the people that hurt you. It's really hard to be like, well, I can't forgive because this person is like she said, this person is living their best life. They don't care about me. Yeah, they probably don't care about you. So why can't you just let it go? You know? And it's getting to the point where you've probably been holding on for so many years that, yeah, like she said, you have sicknesses on your body, you're bitter all the time, you're unhappy, you never want to, people never want to be around you because you're just so always in a bad mood and you're trying to figure out why am I still this way because you haven't forgiven. And let's make something clear, like we've gone through our share of unforgiveness and it's not easy mm. it's not easy to oh, forget. No. like we know that and that's probably what's going through your head as you was like they, they don't, don't know, know what i'm going through <laughs> they don't know what i've been through oh baby let me tell you <laughs> listen like we've had our share of unforgiveness and this is why we're making this podcast because we understand like what it is to stay in unforgiveness versus what it is to be released from unforgiveness because when you are released from unforgiveness, it comes to a point where you have grown into this maturity where you understand that holding on to something or someone mm. is not is not helping. And sometimes you have to be in that state of mind like, I want better for me. Yeah. I want better for myself. I want to do good for me. I want to be healthy mentally i want to be able to not be in this funk all the time like forgiveness is thinking about yourself that is the moment to be selfish like you know what i'm not gonna hold on to this grudge why because it's not bettering who i am right and with forgiveness comes boundaries like when you and when someone hurts you let's say it's someone close to you let's say it's your mom your dad your siblings your family members or people close friends when that person hurts you to a point where like you sit back and you think like wow like they really did me grimy they did me dirty you know like they um <coughs> they were foul they were disrespectful whatever the case may have been like you have the right to set a boundary to a point where they can't cross you the way they crossed you anymore. Forgive my my girl over here. She is dying. She needed to take a moment to, you know, cough that out. But, yeah, we have to understand that forgiveness is for you. For you. Like, you cannot allow yourself to. And sometimes you have to be in a place where you say, you know what, I forgive myself. I forgive myself for holding back. I forgive myself for allowing myself to stay in this funk. You good? I'm so sorry. I've had this cough for days. 
and um felt like i was dying for a moment i am so sorry you need some water absolutely <laughs> so sorry <laughs> you know she just walked away i'm like what is going on and then you got the mic like I'm you're literally sorry. popping right in the mic so sorry bro and we're back <laughs> so sorry um but yeah i was saying like you they have you know you have to take a moment and actually like forgive yourself for holding yourself back mm. Um, for mm-hmm. staying in that funk, for allowing those people to affect you and to disturb your life. Because sometimes what people do to you, like she said, it affects your mind, your soul, your spirit, your body, your everyday life, where you don't function the way you used to. And people start look, people start noticing there's something wrong. There's something. And are you walking around like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not good because your spirit is disturbed. And your and one of these is like your body reflects it. Like your body starts to carry the trauma, and it you just don't look like yourself. Mm-mm, you don't. And one of the things I want to add to that is the most powerful thing for me when it came to forgiveness is I wasn't able to forgive myself until I knew God forgave me. Like. That was so huge for me, for me to hear God say, I forgive you. That was like chain breaking for me where I could say, wow, I can breathe now. I can forgive myself and I can move on. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I surrendered to God and allowed God to say that to me. Because sometimes I do believe like we do. Instead of setting a boundary with everyone else, we put a boundary up with God. For some reason, when we get hurt, we just want to push God aside. When in reality, God is the one who sent his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him would have eternal life. And so if he gave his only son to to die for us on the cross to forgive us, why can't we forgive ourselves? You know? And so that was like the most powerful thing for me was really surrendering to God and letting him, like I said, give me those words to where I knew I could finally forgive myself. Right. We're just going to throw some scripture regarding to that. Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 through 15 um, reads, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others' trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So you have to forgive them for God to be able to forgive you. Like, that's, that's tough. Yeah. Because it's like, well, God, they did me like it. Forgive. Love. That's what God commanded us to do. Love. To love. Love regardless. Love breaks. Love breaks chains. It does. And that doesn't mean, oh, they're going to step all over me. I'm just going to allow them. No, there's, there's a love with boundaries. Yeah. There's a love. There's a long distance type of love. You know, mm-hmm. like you can still love someone, but keep them in arm's length. Like yeah. to keep yourself safe. Absolutely. You know, um, Matthew chapter 18 verses 21 through 22 says, 
Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Mm. As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. That's not legitimate. <laughs> like, don't be counting out here how many times. No. God is basically saying, forgive until you forget as how many times you forgave that person. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't, because love says, the Bible says about love is love doesn't keep records of wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be like, well, you remember this day on this time that you did this. Because some of that's how y'all be in y'all relationship. And then y'all like, I want to move forward and I want to be better, but you keeping records and you yeah. bring it up every time you're mad, but you said you forgave. That's not how it works. That's not. Because what if God was like that towards us? <laughs> we don't think about that. If, if God doesn't operate that way in love and forgiveness, why are we operating in that spirit? Exactly. Like we are so undeserving of the love and forgiveness of God. So for God to continue to seek us, continue to want from us, continue to bless us, even when we do him wrong, even when we reject him, why can't we do that for the people here on earth? Because we have a reward in heaven, but do we? are we deserving of that? No, I don't care how holy you are. We all do things that sin against God. Mm -hmm. So he has to, every day, he has to forgive us. Yeah. Every day. And that's what he wants us to do with our brothers and sisters. You know, to do, like, I get it. Like, if you may be in a position where you've been abused. You know, I've been in that position. She's been in that position. You know, where we had to, and you know, we gave our testimony when it came to this. Like, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Listen to it. Yeah, go listen to it. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have to be able to extend the same thing that God is extending to you. Grace and mercy. Huge. Grace and mercy is what you have to extend. So how do you detach yourself from someone who has hurt you? You've forgiven them. But there was no closure. You're asking me this question. Yeah. Um, okay, my honest opinion, not every forgiveness needs closure from the physically. I believe. The reason why I believe that is because um I'm going to put an example as like when I went to my abuser to get closure, I didn't get closure. I got hurt more. Um, so what I had to do was I had to forgive in the presence of God. Mm. That was where I got my closure. Mm. A lot of the times we want closure face to face and sometimes you're not going to get that. So how can you get closure without having closure with that person. Mm. And you have to do it in the presence of God. You have to allow God to rip every, and when he's doing that, you're going to feel everything you went through in that moment. But you're going to feel such a, like somebody holding you as you're going mm. through that. 
because that's just the love of God. Like, he's like, I want to take this away from you, but it's going to hurt. But mm-hmm. as it hurts, you're just going to feel better after it. Yes. But, um, what was the question? How did it attach yourself um, with someone who hurt you without closure? Yeah, so how do you detach yourself from someone who has hurt you and you've forgiven them, but there was no closure? And I guess I'm, I'm talking about, like, it can either be the physical closure or you just never had the that conversation, closure. right, but you've forgiven them. But you haven't detached from them? Correct. I feel like... If, I know this is a tough one. It is. I feel like if you didn't forgive if you forgave we're gonna use air quotes i feel like if there's still an attachment you mean like okay we're just gonna have to diagram this real quick you mean like you're attached to this person um like you want to still be around this person or you're attached to what they did to you any aspect you're still attached okay um I'm going to put it... Okay. You need an example? No, no, no. I'm going to use you as my example. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to use her situation as an example because I think it's just the best. <laughs> I think it's the best. <laughs> so when, you know, for example, your marriage, right? You were divorced. I'm divorced. Oh, <laughs> you're divorced. <laughs> I'm divorced. <laughs> and no one needs to get offended by that. <laughs> um, she's divorced, right? So she signed a paper. She says she was divorced, but there was still an attachment spiritually. Soul tie. Right? So she says she forgave this, this person. Right? So, when you forgive someone who hurt you, mistreats you, you divorce them, this, that, and the third, right? My, with my perception and my predicament, you don't want to be around that person, right? Here we go. Right. This is a bad example. (laughs) So, when you forgave someone, you say, I still want to build a relationship with this person. It caught me off guard because it's like you divorced this person. This person hurt you. Like the reason why you divorced is because everything that happened in your marriage. It wasn't a mutual divorce. But you want to build a relationship with this person. So there was still an attachment there. Why was there an attachment? Because she didn't actually forgive him all the way. She didn't forgive the fact that she married this person with the idea that it was going to be forever. She did not detach from the idea of what she thought her marriage was going to be. So I'd use that as the example because sometimes we stay attached because the idea or the what ifs or what we wanted it to be, or, you know, our, what our head is, where our head is at when it comes to that situation. Because for me, when somebody here, I don't want to be around them. I don't want to be attached to them anymore. Like, that's just what it is. So mm-hmm. when you still want to be attached, it's because you still have hope that there is something there, that there's something that can change. There's something mm-hmm. that 
um, there's still something lingering on. Yeah. And it can be something physically or something spiritually that is holding you to towards that person. Yeah. So I feel like the only way for you to detach yourself is to come to the realization of what your situation is and ask God to give you guidance. Like, God, if this is if this person is still meant to be in my life, regardless of what happened, show me that, you know, allow me to be able to heal, allow me to be able to heal to a point where we can still be close. But you have to ask God to detach you physically, emotionally, and spiritually from the person that God literally detached you from. Yeah. But you don't feel detached because you think there's still a what if, that you still think there is hope. So that is my answer. I feel like the reason why you're still attached is because you think there's still hope in that aspect, even though you were hurt. Because sometimes people are so comfortable with their dysfunction that when they don't have that anymore, they don't know how to function. Right. So, yeah, how would you answer that? I mean, you answered it for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe you had something to add. Uh, I mean, I, the only thing I want to add to that is, like, the example that she gave, which obviously was Ravi. Um, I, in my head, I couldn't, I thought I couldn't detach myself because of what we had in common, which was the miscarriage that was involved. But God had to show me that that didn't matter, that this person was, we were done and over with. And I had to completely like cut it out. And to be fully set free, it is such a relief. Like, such a relief that the weight that was on me that I still didn't realize was on me is completely gone and I mean we'll talk about it you know a little bit more in depth of this conversation but the freedom that you feel when you finally detach yourself and God detaches you like completely like uproots everything that was in you spiritually from this person like it's just a whole different world and it, it is necessary for you to detach yourself so I think like to add to more to what she was saying is um, how do you detach yourself, you know, from the person who's hurt you, you've forgiven them, but there wasn't closure. Um, you just got to rip it out. Have God just rip it away, rip it out and move on. Like you cannot, you can't go back to what hurt you because you're going to find yourself in the same predicament. And it's like she said, you, for you, it's like, there's still hope. And even if you don't have that hope, that other person who hurt you has the hope for the both of you because you're still present, because you're still there and you're still giving this person your attention. You're still giving this person the benefit of the doubt. You're still giving this person access. the access. Thank you. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> you're giving this person the access to be still in your life. And no, like you don't deserve that access. You hurt me. And it's not that I'm trying to get even with you or I'm taking revenge into my own hands. No, I'm putting a boundary because I love myself that much that I have healed properly to where no, you will not have access to what is to come in my future. And I'm done. Drop mic. <laughs> oh.
Um, you want to ask me the next question? Or you want me to continue asking you? <laughs> um. All right. What does freedom look like? Feel like? Look like? <laughs> right here. Example. <laughs> Example me. Um, freedom feels amazing. It looks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it looks like something you never really expected to be in. Because you think you're going to be stuck in this situation forever. You think there's no other side to the situation. And when you fully surrender and let God uproot everything that comes with not forgiving, that comes with the consistent, <laughs> that comes with the consistent unforgiveness, you don't see the other side of it. You're so stuck in your head. And you're so stuck in the, the what ifs, <laughs> the dog. Um, freedom feels great. It really does. When you fully surrender to God and you say, God, your will, not mine. And you allow him to help you heal your heart. Oh, it just feels great. Like the feeling is so undes undescribable. I can't. It's indescribable. Indes sorry, indescribable. <laughs> um, you think better. You feel better. You look better. You sleep better. You eat better. Like, all the above. Like, your life completely changes. It's, it's, a, it's not a 180. It's a 360. You completely just, God changes your life for the better. But it's when you fully surrender. And you have to... Not just be like, okay, God, you can take this part, but I'm going to keep this part. Because like she said, I don't know how to live a healthy life. I'm used to the toxic life. So I'm going to give you this part and keep this toxicity and just make sure like I can still feel comfortable. Because you get comfortable and complacent with the hurt and the pain. And you don't think about what it feels like to be free. So. How about you? What does it feel like to be free? Um, sorry, what does freedom look like? I would say freedom feels like and looks like, um, I would say peace. Like, an everlasting peace. An everlasting peace where you ain't, you're unbothered. Literally. Unbothered. You're living your own life. You're doing your own thing. Um, with not, it's not about you don't care but you've come to a you centered yourself you know with who you are because freedom is having your confidence back having your self-esteem back being able to walk and talk with your head up not looking shamed and walking down words you know um being able to now have a consistency in your life you know, where you're more disciplined, you're more focused on you, you're more focused on your goals, you're not doing anything halfway now, you don't lose passion for certain things, like, you're grinding, and you're loving your life, and you're pursuing the things that God has called you to do, especially when you're free in God, like, your relationship with God grows, you mm. know, your, you know, the presence of God surrounds you, 
Um, freedom is something that we are all ordained to be in. Like we are all called to be free. Yes. Um, and freedom is not chosen. Like you don't have to be chosen to be free. Freedom is given by the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Yes. Like, and all you have to do to obtain that is surrender. I mean, surrender for real. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It, it it really is hard because you don't know what the other side's going to look like. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, for example, like right now in my life, like the beginning of this year was a little rough for me. I'm not even going to hold you. But um, I thank God that even through how much I was struggling mentally, how much, you know, the enemy was attacking me, I was able to persevere past it and not stay in it mm-hmm. to be able to continuously, because some freedom, you will have, it, it's, a, it's a continuous thing. Because there are things that are going to knock you down. But the maturity of of it is you don't stay there anymore. Right. You get up and it can last a couple of days. It can last a couple of weeks, but you ain't going to be there for months. You ain't going right. to be there for years like you used to, mm-hmm. you know, because now you know that in this process, God is doing something. God mm-hmm. is refining. There is a purpose. So your mentality is different on how you you know, you set yourself, um, when it comes to situations. So like she said, like freedom is a 360 thing. Like it affects everything within you. Like it, your freedom sets other people free because you are giving out the love, the grace, the Mm. mercy, the encouragement, everything that you carry now we are overflowing to other people. Yes, it's contagious. And um, that is like something that I love about God is that, you know, we see God as, you know, God use me. I want to be used. My prayer has changed in that aspect. I don't want to be used. I want you to walk with me, God. Because mm. as you walk with me, you are going to use me. Mm. Because there's... There's a um, a preacher that I was listening to, and he says sometimes when you ask God to use you, He'll just use you, but He's not walking with you. Wow. And there's people in the in the Bible that He only used like one or two times. Mm. And I don't want to just be used. I want to walk with God. I want God to That's walk with good. me, mm-hmm. you know. And within that walk, within you guys walking, you know, order my steps, God. Yeah. That is what freedom looks like. Where your whole mentality changes, your prayer life changes, your relationship with God changes, your, you know, perspective of life changes. Yes. You know? hmm So, there's been plenty of times where we've had to forgive each other. Right? Yes. Yeah. Our relationship uh, has been through ups and downs. You Lots know, of times. Yeah. And a lot of people's like... I wish I had a girl, a, a friend like you guys. And a lot of times, you don't know what you're asking Y'all for. Y'all don't know what's going on behind closed doors. <laughs> because I'm all about, this is the type of person I am. I'm all about, like, what, what's going on? We keep it behind closed doors. 
we're not gonna go in public and act like we not cool and we not gonna like that's just not how i roll so of course we're gonna put up a front if we going through something you know what i'm saying that's just what it is yeah you never gonna know <laughs> so but um there is many times i mean where we almost like broke up as friends <laughs> like like went separate ways yeah because it's hard to and it's not even because of like things other people like it really wasn't it was honestly because of our dynamic you know and changes and things like that um that affected our friendship to a point where we really had to like sit down and have a conversation and be like whoa what are we doing well you know where are we going where are we going we honestly like had one recently Mm -hmm. if we want to be transparent um we're open honest and transparent (laughs) where we actually like almost decided to split up you know as friends but we talked through it we made a way we prayed you know and here we are god is not finished (laughs) he's not i mean but it's made us i believe stronger because we're still here mm-hmm. um and i just wanted to bring it up because we were talking about forgiveness so, <laughs> you know um i put her through huh, so much so much she and can't say the same about me but <laughs> you put me through some fair share of things too i don't know about that but did she not just say that we do not keep record of wrongdoing? We, I'm not keeping record. You're keeping record. No. Not. Y'all, she is. You saw that? I'm not. That's crazy. Anyways, I brought it up because we were talking about forgiveness and we've had to really allow God to help us forgive one another. Um, because there's, there's been a lot of hurt in between of our friendship. Um, but I'm happy that we've gone through that because we wouldn't be where we're at right now if the things didn't happen the way they did. True. And that's just a forgiveness um, nugget for relationships. Um, you know, even though we're not, like, together, like, as a couple, um, we are we have a relationship and um you know god did allow us to um be david and jonathan in our in this dynamic of our friendship and understand what the what is to unconditionally love someone um and when you going through something in your relationship with someone like it's important for communication like you have to be vulnerable with that person. Mm, um, you have to true. be able to listen to how that person feels and put your feelings aside. Like understanding, I feel like that was like the biggest thing for us is like yeah. she never understood where I was coming from. So like it was hard, you know, to be vulnerable. It was hard for me to actually want to have a conversation because we weren't going to solve anything. But, you know, we had to pray and we had to really, like, tune in to where we're, where that other person's at. And um, after that, build. Like, after that argument, after that situation, like, you can't just drop it off 
and think like everything's good because that other person is going to feel like you don't care about me exactly so you have to build after that you have to show that person like i'm here you know like are you still good are we still you know like continue checking up on that person you know um that was just a little nugget i got it i'm doing better (laughs) (laughs) she's doing better Um, we're we're doing better (laughs) and for those haters who just listen to that don't be trying to, you know, bring some division <laughs> over here because it's just not going to work. Uh, we're going to smell it from a mile away. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? No. no. I think I think we covered a lot. One thing I do want to say, and this is like off the record, is that when we are making a podcast, you know, we are led by the spirit yeah. to... um bring up the topic like we don't just like randomly pick a topic and like we prayed about this and it's planned in advance <laughs> yes um about what we are going to talk about mm-hmm. so we are not using this podcast to diminish anyone to talk about anybody to you know ruin anyone's reputation we ain't talking about a certain ministry we ain't doing that it's just our experiences it this is called hot topic honest open and transparent transparency is the things we've gone through and we're being honest about it and we're just raw with how we talk yeah um and a lot of the times when we bring up a topic it's just general it's a global thing that's happening something that everybody's experiencing we're not just targeting certain people um because that's just not godly you know and i just want to make that very clear on a video aspect so people can understand like um we are not going to engage in any negative comments we're not going to engage in any negative thoughts like if you don't like what we say don't watch it don't listen to us you know um we're only here to encourage and help people even with those harsh topic topics that we talk about so um yeah that's what i really want to clarify thank you for the clarification <laughs> it was needed it was um yeah i mean i have nothing else to say she said it for me um so we appreciate you guys tuning in and watching um we're gonna be making more of these videos right okay from now on yes from now on um we appreciate you guys tuning in watching listening we ask you that you like share please that way we leave can get reviews. the views up. Yeah. Leave, leave reviews. reviews. Leave comments. Give us feedback. I oh, had... and also, oh. you know, now that we're doing our um, more video, we're going to do start doing videos or whatever, we want to extend, like, anyone who wants to join the podcast to do an episode with us. Yeah. Just contact us. You are available to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone, you know, any, like, ideas you guys have. Um, I have a lot of ideas on what I want to do, like having like, you know, just random people come and we talk about our, our experiences, things like that, yeah. or having a specific topic, you know, having an open topic, you know, things like that. So, yeah, but, um, we pray you guys are blessed and we'll see you next time on our next episode on hot topics.